We've been told many times that thoughts become things. So to be careful about what we think about because that is what we will bring about, right? And where our thoughts go, energy flows. So today in this short recording, I want to share with you a piece from Abraham Hicks and also from Holly and Robert Holden from A Course in Miracles. This is all about thoughts. So take a moment, sit down, take a few breaths, ground yourself, maybe even your feet on the earth, go outside in nature to sit and listen to this brief recording. And then perhaps grab your journal and a pen and and write down what comes to you, what thoughts come to you, what maybe you can uh, channel in in your own spirit and um, do some reflection on uh, with further thoughts. So first, I'm going to read a daily quote from Abraham Hicks about our attitudes, about our thoughts. When you focus upon lack in an attitude of complaining, you establish a vibrational point of attraction that then gives you access only to more thoughts of complaint. Your deliberate effort to tell a new story will establish a new pattern of thought, providing you with a new point of attraction from your present, about your past, and into your future. The simple effort of looking for positive aspects will set a new vibrational tone that will begin the immediate attraction of thoughts, people, circumstances, and things that are pleasing to you, including healing. So we all know what it feels like to complain and we all know what it feels like to be the recipient of someone complaining and kind of you know, having someone just dump on us. And energetically, those thoughts and that field of energy doesn't feel good, right? So when we change our thoughts and elevate it to positivity, to a new pattern of thought, we're not only rewiring our neural pathways for a higher vibration of more energetic thoughts to attract more good things, and we're also letting go of that which we don't want. So complaining never gets us anywhere, but raising our vibration and calling in that which we want creates a whole new vibration, right? And so now I'm going to move on to a lesson in A Course in Miracles, and it's actually Lesson 16. And it's about having no neutral thoughts because there are no neutral thoughts, right? Every thought has a feeling, has an emotion, oftentimes has an action that follows it. So we have no neutral thoughts. So what we want to think about is what do we want our thoughts to be? How do we want our thoughts to resonate with us? Where do we want them in the the line of our goals and our desires and you know what our heart wants? So I'm going to read to you what Holly Holden wrote about the fact that we have no neutral thoughts. And this can help you rewire your thoughts and hop on the train that you want to be on versus the one that you don't want to be on. And it's a building block 
for laying the foundation to pave the way towards thinking with love rather than thinking in a way that creates separation and fear. Because when we think from love, there is no room for fear and there is no separation because we are love, right? And so the lesson today is to realize that no thought is neutral and I'm inviting you to include all thoughts in this exercise. So here we go. Holly says, you may think that really raging, terrible thought you have about somebody that you actively despise has more importance in your mind searching than the thought you just had about forgetting to send that package. But we are encouraged here again to include all thoughts that cross our minds during the observation periods as entirely equal and therefore equally powerful in their ability to create. I think of this teaching as mapped onto the image of a tree. Side note, I love this um, image and perception that she has because it goes so deep as we do. Holly says, when I perceive a tree, of course, I am standing above ground level. I see the branches, the leaves, the buds, the blossoms, depending on the season. What I do not see, and what is harder to imagine, is the source of all this. I do not see the roots in the soil below. I do not see with my eyes the process that is going on deep underground that is causing the tree to flourish or to struggle. And we are asked to be in this mystery with ourselves also. The mystery of how the thoughts in the underground roots cause either blossoming or withering. And just because this process is invisible, it does not mean that it's not happening. Every thought you have brings either peace or war, either love or fear. This is a big line to take in. But we are not asked to believe it or to decide whether we think it's true or not. And very naturally, we will want to distance ourselves from it instantly. What we're asked to do is search our minds for whatever thoughts that are there waiting to be witnessed. Take a note that it does not say to judge these thoughts, but to put them in order from bad to good and everything in between. The exercise is simply to treat them all as equal and to realize that none of them is neutral. So your mission today is to remember your tools, observe observe observation, breathing curiosity, and have a little willingness and lots and lots of gentleness as you go. And the second part of this, I see no neutral things, is this. Here's a quote from Ram Das: The quieter you become, the more you can hear. And I love this quote for its truth because it's so true. It's so empowering to remove ourselves from the chaos of the day and take a moment to just breathe, go outside if you can, get in nature, look at the trees, think about the depth of their roots, be quiet because you have those deep roots in you as well. And when we become quiet, those deep roots we can begin to listen to and we begin to feel And then we begin to hear. And this part of the lesson that I just spoke about earlier 
we can put this on top of the one that I just talked about. Because you see no neutral things because you have no neutral thoughts. The thought we are told comes first. This is what Holly says. The root beneath the earth feeds the branches above it and dictates what emerges and buds on the ends of the twigs. I can see clearly for myself that the root thoughts I am thinking affect what is produced at twig level. When I am caught in a loop of habitual perception that feeds fear and dread into my root system, what grows is more fear and dread. And so what can we do? There are lessons to be learned. And here's a beautiful image that explains this. So Holly learned over a few years ago that her favorite peony bush in the garden, she had been told not to move peonies because they're very sensitive to the environment and the root system is difficult to be changed. But she was landscaping and she had to shift the peonies to a better spot. So she shares the short version of the story that it took two years to create any flowers. They simply refused to flourish until their root system was established the way they liked it. She could almost feel them sulking and then have them reaching down deep within to produce their beauty once again. And it is the same with us that we may refuse to flourish. We may be experiencing resistance in our lives and in our thoughts because the root system actually needs to be unearthed and uprooted and perhaps replanted with new thoughts, with a new foundation, with entrainment, with new connections, you know, with new thoughts to bring about what we really want. And Holly goes on to say, my mental wellness and my emotional stability seem unrelated to my thoughts until I get curious about what is feeding the roots deep down. But doing these thought-related exercises always show her what she's watering the roots with or exactly what I'm rooted in. So does that make sense? When we are rooted in negativity and disempowering thoughts, that's what's going to grow on the twigs and the branches of the tree and the plant and the flowers that we are growing. And like the peonies, it matters what we are rooted in. And to find out about what I am rooted in, Holly says, I do these things with honesty and curiosity. Oh, wow, I've been thinking about myself. Whoops, I've been telling myself the story about the world again. And Holly says, when we can get honest like this, we can see the truth of this lesson, that none of our thoughts are neutral and all of our thoughts create all the time. And our perception of everything has an effect on us and therefore the world that we are creating. If we are to create space to heal our real thoughts, to think with love rather than opposition to love or in competition with it, we must first surrender to the stage of excavation and observation. And the quieter you become, the more you hear. Going back to that quote from Ram Das, this is where we can tap in to our intuition what our heart has to say, where our heart wants to take us and lead us. And the more clearly we can see what we are up to with our thoughts, the more we will hear our guidance in our two thoughts, our input from our higher self, the God self, 
and what love wants to paint instead of what we are unconsciously painting in our lives. So with this, I encourage you to take some time today, jot down some thoughts and some notes, and ask yourself these questions. Like, what are your thoughts that are not neutral? Where are they taking you? Are they taking you to higher good or to lower vibration of sadness and anger and bitterness and selfishness and hate? Or, and if they are, it's okay, embrace them. And ask yourself how you can change them and move them over to the other side so that your roots grow strong in love and in beauty to create that exactly what you want in your life. This is Shelley Marenka with Inspired Living, asking you to believe in yourself and knowing that you're loved. And always love yourself more. Believe in who you are. Power up your potential. Expand your health and always love yourself more. Go ahead and listen to the next recording as it has something beautiful also to share with you. And if you like this, share it with a friend. Share the love and don't hold back. Much love.